happy Monday. You guys are listening to The Love Club. This is your host, Kate. Um, To be completely honest with you guys, I'm currently recording this at 6 a.m. on a Monday, and I feel kind of dead, and I'm in my dorm lounge, but I have like a little view of the sunrise, so it kind of makes up for it. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about overthinking and anxiety, and I think that anxiety is something that everyone kind of struggles with and battles with. And, you know, I personally have felt the effects of anxiety. And it's really hard to control sometimes because, well, you know, people are like, what are you anxious about? And, you know, if you struggle with anxiety, you know that sometimes you just are anxious and there's no, like, there's no cause. There's nothing you can do about it. And, you know, sometimes there is a cause, but your body just reacts so abnormally and just goes crazy over the littlest things. And it can be so hard to deal with, I think. But I want you guys to know that it is normal. I think that it's something everyone deals with. And, you know, even if you aren't diagnosed with anxiety, I'm sure everyone deals with overthinking at some point. But... um you know, there are some regular, like, tips for battling it because I think that it's something that people experience every day. And, you know, the first is breath work, and that sounds obvious, but basically what happens when you have anxiety is your body, like, your blood is not flowing properly through your body, um, and, you know, it makes your heart beat faster and stuff. And when you work on that breathing, you're actually able to slow your heart rate and calm yourself down. And even though you might not think it's doing anything for you, it's actually very, very helpful. And the second thing would be to focus on your five senses. And I think this is important because when you're overthinking and you're having anxiety, you're thinking about things that are so out of your control. And they're so far away from you. And to focus on the present and what's, you know, your five senses, what's right around you, it helps you realize, okay, wait, I'm in this present moment. I'm here. I'm okay. You know, stop. It takes your mind out of these future scenarios, these past scenarios, and just puts you right in the moment and calms you down. And, you know, there's um, there's two things that I would recommend for your five senses. Um one of these I actually did, and I think it's really helpful. And you basically make a box, and you put in an item for each of your five senses. So, you know, for sight, maybe what I did for sight is I put in photographs of me, and um, photographs of things that make me happy, um, you know, places that make me happy. I put in photos of me as a little kid, actually, And it just kind of helped me remember, like, okay, like, do this for her, you know. Five-year-old me, like, what would she think of you right now? Like, do this for her, like, you're okay. Um, Taste, I don't know, I had some little, like, candy, something small to suck on just to, like, calm me down. And then, um, bro, what are the five senses? Why am I struggling here? Oh, touch, okay. (laughs) Um, Something with good texture, I'd say. Um, for me, I put in like a little loofah and, but I think there's a lot you could do. Maybe you have a little like, um, what are they called? Little fidgets, little poppets. 
and smell um you could definitely you could put in a candle not one that you burn (laughs) but just one well I guess you could burn it smell um and then maybe some like aroma oils I don't know what those are called but I don't know there's a lot you could do and I think that that's really helpful when you are struggling with anxiety you go to this box and you do something that you know you can interact with all of your senses and it really just takes you to that present moment and then there's also that stereotypical like okay like five things you could see like four things you could touch three things you can hear um two things you can smell one thing you can taste I don't know if that's the correct order you can kind of switch up the order I don't really think it matters but you get the gist and then for me like music is really my therapy and podcasts which is kind of why I have my own um so like going for walks to comfort places like I have this park right by my house and I'd go for a walk there and then I would just go swing on the swings and it would just calm me down so much now what I want to spend the bulk of this podcast talking about is something called your circle of control and I don't know if you are familiar with that but basically what I'm saying is that there are things in life that are you are in control of and you know there are things in life that you aren't and Focusing on things that you have literally zero control of does nothing for you. So basically, when you stress about something, it does not and will not change the outcome of it. And that is something I want to literally drill into your mind. Because basically what you're doing when you overthink is you are creating a problem that does not exist. You are focusing all of your time, all of your energy into something that is not real and does not exist. And that's why I think the whole five senses thing is so important because it's reminding you to take you to the present and not focus on something that's in the future, you know, in the past and that's one of the most important things is just focusing on what's right in front of you, what's in the present, what you can control. Because worrying about something that might potentially happen, like that is not worth your energy. That is not worth your time. And when you're stressing about something in the past, like what are you doing for yourself? Like there's nothing you can change about it. For me, like what I do sometimes is at the end of the day, I'm sitting in bed and I replay in conversations that happened throughout the day. Like, that does nothing. Because thinking about those conversations, is it going to change the outcome of them? No. They already happened. They're in the past. There's nothing I could do about them, so replaying them in my head, it does nothing for me but make me feel bad about myself. And why would you put yourself through that? Like, there's no benefit from it. Same with thinking about something in the future. When you're stressing about something, when you get anxiety about something that has yet to happen, that is hypothetical, you are wasting your time, you are wasting your energy, and you're putting yourself through this turmoil that it it isn't necessary, you know? 
you're just hurting yourself long term and there's no benefit from it. You know, one thing that I do sometimes is like, okay, here's an example. So basically, I was in, um, okay, I live in Oregon and there's a place called Blackview. I would check it out if you are ever in Oregon. But basically, it's just like a cute little, um, kind of like summer getaway. And my mom and I were there and we went on this hike. Basically, my mom starts putting these ideas into my head that there are bears around us. And I am not the outdoorsy type. I literally, if I saw a bear, I would quite literally die. Um, I'd just faint right there. Yeah, no, um, that would not be good if I saw a bear. But basically, she starts putting these ideas in my head. And it's like 6 a.m. when we go. Like, there's no one around us. We are in the middle of the woods. And she's like, oh, my gosh, like, there are bears. Like, you're going to die out here. Like, you will get eaten by a bear and die. Basically, what happens is we continue this walk. And on this walk, we see black fur all over the trail. And I was like, okay, like, this is it. Like, I'm going to die. There's a bear. And I start stressing, like, freaking out. But, you know... I, like, basically, in my circle of control, like, I have no control, you know, overthinking about a bear, it isn't going to change the fact, like, me thinking about the bear is not going to change the odds of it actually coming, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but basically, like, a bear, it's going to come or it's going to not come, and me thinking about it, me stressing It doesn't change the outcome. It just ruins my experience. And I think that's the one thing to remember is that overthinking, stressing, it is not going to change the outcome. It's just going to make you in a worse situation to handle it. When you are stressing about a test and worried about it, and, you know, say it's the hour before, you already have studied. You already know the material that you're going to know. You know, there's nothing you can do about it now. Like, you're going to take the test, and it's going to come back with whatever grade it's going to come back with. But thinking about it, the way that you're thinking about it, it doesn't change the outcome of what the score on the test is actually going to be. You know, stressing about it, you're basically telling yourself that you're a failure and that you're not prepared for it. And I think that subconsciously, we believe our inner thoughts. So... You know, if you're telling yourself, oh my gosh, like I can't do this, I am not prepared, like I'm going to do so bad, like then you're probably going to do bad. Like thinking about it, worrying about what you're going to get, it's not going to change it. So all you can do in that moment is really just hype yourself up. Because if you're just stressing about how bad you're going to do, then you're going to do bad. And I think that that's like the main thing to understand. But going back to this circle of control, basically... You know, there are things that you can handle and there are things that you can't. Like, say you are sitting in traffic and you're late for an event. If you're sitting in this traffic, to be honest with you, like, at that point, the traffic, you have no say in that. That's something that is out of your control. So you can't stress about it because you thinking about it 
isn't going to change the outcome of it. It's not going to change whether the traffic goes away or not. You know, in that point, when you're sitting in traffic, thinking about how you're going to be late to this event, like, it doesn't change the outcome that you're going to be late for the event or you're not. You know, thinking about it isn't going to just speed up the traffic, okay? It's not just going to make it disappear. So I think the best thing to do in these scenarios is to stop overthinking, calm down that anxiety, and just remember, okay, like, I can't be thinking about the present. All right, sorry, you do want to think about the present. (laughs) You can't be thinking about the future, you know? Sitting in that traffic, you can't be thinking about, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be late. Okay, well, what happens if I'm going to be late? Like, what do I do? Oh, my gosh, everyone's going to hate me. No, okay? You're putting yourself in the future. You can do nothing about that, so don't stress about that, okay? There's just nothing you can do about it. And, you know, the traffic, you realize, okay, it's out of my control. So the only thing you can do in that moment is just focus on the present, on yourself. You're in the car. You're driving. Okay, well, you have a drive. Make the most of it, you know? There's no point in making yourself feel bad over something that you cannot control. So what you need to do then is just, you know, play some music, get in a good mood because, yes, you're going to be late. Yes, people might be mad at you, but that is a problem in the future, that thinking about now, there's nothing you can do. You just have to handle it when it comes in the future. And deal with that, you know, roll with the punches in life and just deal with things as you get them because thinking about them ahead of time, it doesn't help prepare you for things. It honestly just makes you more stressed out about it. So I think that's the main thing to remember is that stressing is not going to change the outcome. And... I want to go back to the circle of control again because we kind of keep getting sidetracked. But basically, I want to go over things that you can't control versus things that you can't. You know, what I always forget sometimes is that, like, you cannot control other people's actions. You can't control their words. You can't control your thoughts. You are only in charge of yourself. You know, and you can't control what happens sometimes because, like I said, the only person you can worry about is yourself. And, you know, I'm not in charge of that bear that's going to come and attack me. I'm not in charge of these other cars and the people directing traffic and the traffic lights. Like, I'm not in charge of it. I'm not my professor who's going to give me a test. Like, I can't control what's on those. And basically, the main thing that I like to remember is that you cannot control what happens to you. The only thing you can, tr- can control is your reactions to other people's actions, you know? I have no control over what happens to me, over what shit I get put through, what I have to deal with sometimes. But I can control how I react to it, you know? So let's go over things that you can't control. Your mindset, one. Um, I've talked about this in a couple episodes, but I think that... Your mindset is literally a superpower. Like, it's something that no one knows what you're thinking about. No one has control over you. Like, you, that is, like, your brain, your superpower. Like, the one thing that no one can ever get inside of. No one's ever going to know what you're thinking. And you have full control over it. 
And I think that that's so cool, to be honest, is that it's just like your inner dialogue with yourself. And so, you know, you can control your mindset. You can control how positive you are, how you react to things, and, you know, how negative you are. And I think that when you're being negative, think to yourself, what good is this doing for me? Like, genuinely, if you can answer that question with a valid answer, okay, continue. But I think most of the time, we can't. Like, if I'm trying on an outfit, and I'm like, well, great, I look awful in this. Like, I look so fat, I look terrible. What what good is that going to do? It's not going to change how I look. You know, it's not going to... Me saying that doesn't just make me magically look thinner. No. All it does is make me feel bad about myself, make me not want to go out. Like, there's no point in having a negative mindset when it doesn't change anything. Like, having a positive mindset, at least you can, you know, make yourself feel good about something and, you know, hype yourself up to do things. I think another thing we can control is gratitude. You know, when you're going through all this terrible stuff in your life and you're dealing with all these negative things like you can control how grateful you are about stuff like you can control how to be grateful for things like oh you're going through a breakup okay well don't focus on the worst stuff be grateful like oh I'm so grateful for what I learned in this relationship I'm so grateful that I got to know such a beautiful person and you know I'm so grateful that I'm going to come out stronger from this like when you're going through bad stuff, think of three things that you're grateful for because of that situation. Because I guarantee you that if you can name them, you're going to have a more positive mindset because I think sometimes we genuinely just forget that there is good out there. We forget that there are positive things that come out of negative situations and we only focus on the negative. And like I said, like focusing on the negative, there's no reason to do that like when you're going through stuff thinking about the negatives it's not going to make it feel any better you know you're just going to feel worse from it so if you focus on the positive at least you are better equipped to handle this and you know you are better equipped to deal with these situations because at least you know you're positive about it I think another thing that we forget we're um, we can control is just how much we smile at people and how much we smile to ourselves, you know, if you're driving in the car and you are rolling down the window, feeling the sun on your skin, blasting your favorite song, smiling, like, yeah, you might be stuck in traffic, but at least you feel good. At least you have that moment of happiness that you can have and remember. And you don't have to remember the drive as a negative thing where you're stressing about something that, like, it's going to happen whether you are stressing about it or not. Um, so... That's another thing that I think people forget. And also just that, like, you know, you never know what people are going through. And more times than not, people are going through shit. I think everyone deals with their own shit. And people are always going through their own issues and dealing with these events. And a lot of the times you don't know about them. A lot of the times people keep them to themselves. Or, you know, you're not in someone's inner circle when I pass by people on the street, these strangers, I don't know who they are. I don't know their life stories. But, um, you know, sometimes, like, you just assume that you have it the worst. And, you know, someone's standing right across from you. Like, you don't know what they've been through. 
And a lot of the times they have been through worse. So I think just reminding yourself to treat people with kindness and to not only smile for yourself, but to smile at other people like you, that is in your control. Your own actions, your own words are things that you have control over. And just spreading kindness, I think, is something that everyone can benefit from. Because when you are happy and when you're spreading happiness, it genuinely makes you happier too. And, you know, people people always say, you know, kill them with kindness. Like, when people are being mean to you, you know, at least, like, take the high road. Be kind back. Because being mean, it isn't going to make you feel better. You know, it's just going to make you feel like, okay, great, now I stoop to their level. Like, it doesn't make you feel any better. It just makes you feel like shit about yourself because now you're just as bad as them. You know, at least, like, keep your dignity. Be nice to people and be the better person. And at least, like, you can walk away from that knowing, okay, like, yes, people treated me awful, but at least I know I'll never be like them. At least I know people are never going to think those things about me. Um, Another thing you can control is how you spend your days. You know, you can control whether, you know, when you feel sad, you can control whether you sit in bed all day and sulk, whether you feel depressed, and whether you don't eat, whether you just lie to the covers and do nothing, or, you know, it's in your control whether you force yourself to get ready, and you force yourself to go out, and you remind yourself of the things you're grateful for, and you smile, and you go outside, and you be in nature, like, you have control, you have control over that, how you spend your days, how you react to these situations, how you react to the bad times, like, that's in your control, how you handle that. Um, another thing to remember is that you have control over how you treat yourself. You will never, I mean never, have control over how other people treat you. Other people's words, other people's actions, other people's thoughts are not in your control, and you cannot worry about them. But you can't control how you treat yourself, how you think about yourself on the inside. And, you know, if you want to be mean to yourself, okay, go ahead. But what is that doing for you? It's not doing anything but make you feel worse about yourself because people are always going to be mean to you. And knowing that you can count on yourself to be nice to you at the end of the day is something that everyone can benefit from. Knowing that you have, like, you know, I think everyone wants that one person that has their back no matter what. Okay, well, you can never count on someone to be there for you 100%. So why don't you be that person that has your back for you? Like, there's no one stopping you from doing that. Treating yourself with positivity, like, no one can stop you from doing that. And you know that you'll always be able to rely on yourself. Um, another thing you can control um, in broad terms is your happiness. And that's kind of what I want to end off for this list is that, you know, you can control your reactions, you can control your words, you can control your actions, and all that leads to your own happiness. Every small action you take, think about how it's going to benefit you. And I don't mean overthink every little thing about stressing about in the future of how this is going to affect you and you know, focusing on the future and, like, everything, little possible situation is going to play out because you don't know. 
you're never going to know how things are really going to play out. You're just going to roll with the punches and, you know, react positively to other people's actions. But, you know, at the end of the day, all these little things, you know, how much you smile, remembering your gratitude, how you spend your days, like those all contribute to your happiness. And I think just looking at that in broad terms, like, Yes, you can't control the future, but do your future self a favor and treat yourself kindly in the present. Because you can only control the present, but if you are focusing on treating yourself good in the present, making the most of the present, then you will have the best long-term effects in the future. You know, overthinking about the future doesn't actually affect the future. What affects the future is how you treat yourself in the present So just staying present constantly is how you're going to have the best future, not by overthinking. Um, The last thing I want to talk about in this episode is that, you know, when you are going through anxiety and, you know, if you are having panic attacks, I want you to know that you have been here before and you've been okay. Something that I kind of always do is I get like super heated in the moment. Something happens and I literally have a full breakdown and I'll be like, oh my gosh, like I am not going to survive this. Like I'm crying and acting so irrationally, like life sucks. And I literally just tell myself like the worst of the worst. And basically act like my world has ended and like I'm going to die over such small inconveniences and then like I'll go to sleep and the next morning I'll wake up and I'll be like okay wait it wasn't that big of a deal especially when I was little I'd get into like a fight with my parents and I would storm up to my room and I'd be like I will never talk to them again like I can't believe they did this to me. And then I'll wake up and I'll be like, okay, wait, I'm low-key fine. Like, hey, mom, like, can you make me breakfast? You know, like, (laughs) I just, like, in the moment, you literally are so prone to, like, overreacting to things. And if you just take a step back and you look at things, you'll be like, okay, wait, let's think about what is actually happening and then react according to that. Because... In your head, you know, when you create problems for yourself, when you basically, like, believe things to be facts that you don't actually know are true, like, you are so much more prone to reacting because you're reacting to situations that didn't even happen. You're reacting to the worst of the worst. So you have a boyfriend. And, you know, he's out at a party without you. And you know, you're texting him and he doesn't reply back. In your head, you're like, oh my gosh, like, he's cheating on me, he's with another girl. And then you start reacting to the situation as if you found out he cheated on you. When you have no proof of that, he could be, like, in the bathroom and you're like, he cheated on me, he's breaking up with me, he doesn't love me, like, I'm a terrible person, like, I will never be lovable. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. So what I like to do when I'm overthinking And when I'm assuming the worst possible scenarios and having these panic attacks is I like to make a list of quite literally what actually happened. Think about what you're 
freaking out about and make a list. Okay, what do I actually know about the situation at hand? You know, and look at that list. Say, okay, what's in my control? What's not in my control? Okay, like you will literally be so much better equipped to handle this because you'll be looking at a list of things that is actually like something you can do about it, okay? You know, stressing about what your boyfriend does at a party without you, like you have no control over his actions. You're not there and he's his own person that you you can't control him. You'll never have control over his actions, but you have control over your reaction to these actions. And if you're reacting so negatively, like, have a little trust in him. Like, you picked him as your boyfriend for a reason. Like, have a little trust and don't just assume the worst about people. But going back to what I was saying before I got a little sidetracked is that, you know, sometimes you get super heated in the moment. Just know that, like, you have been here before and you have been okay. And... Literally, if you can drain that, like, um, not drain, <laughs> drill that into your head when you were having these panic attacks, when you were overthinking and say to yourself, like, okay, I've thought these thoughts before and I lived. Like, sometimes I get into these depressive episodes for literally no reason. And I'll think to myself and just be like, you know, life sucks. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I can't do this. Like, just know that you're going to wake up in the morning and forget that it ever happened. Because like I said, you get heated in the moment. And if you can just remember that, yes, you're going through this now, but be present with it. Think about why you're thinking that, you know, make a list of what actually happened that you are so upset about. And then know that, okay, yes, I'm dealing with all this, but in all honesty, it will be okay. And I'll probably wake up in the morning and not even care about it and just be fine, you know? Because sometimes, like like I was saying with my parents when I was a kid, like I would get so heated in the moment, be sobbing and telling myself how much I hate them. And then I wake up and it's okay. Like, yes, they're going to go through these low points, but know that it's not going to last forever. Even if in that moment you tell yourself it is, that moment you think, you think that you can handle being upset at someone for such a long time. Like, you can't, you know, you'll get over it. Just like you'll get over all these things you're going through. They will pass and you will be okay. And with that, I kind of want to conclude the episode. And, you know, just to recap, I want you to know that anxiety is normal. There are tips for battling it, and I think the biggest tip is to just be present in the moment and, you know, work on things that you can control that are around you, like your senses, um, and, you know, focusing on that circle control, because stressing about something that is out of your control will not change the outcome of it. The only things that you can control are the things in your circle of control that we went over. So just know that, like, you thinking about things will not change the outcome and to just remember like make a list of what you're actually going through don't like overreact because you've been here before and you've been okay and things will pass okay um i hope you guys take that with you this week and that you all have an amazing week and you know 
are okay. Um, make sure you guys go follow our Instagram handle at TLCpod underscore. And with that, stay beautiful, my loves. I love you.